Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider explains how you can have a supernatural mindset. We're called to worship God in spirit and in truth. But in order to do that properly, we need to not just think in the natural realm. So today on the program, Rabbi Schneider's going to help us get into a supernatural mindset as we work to glorify the Lord and spread the good news. If you've missed any of the messages in this series on experiencing the supernatural, you can catch up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here is Rabbi Schneider with today's message. Last time I was on this subject, I shared with you a story about a friend of mine, a daughter in the faith, that got in touch with me telling me she had a dream about me, and that in the dream, she observed that I was playing baseball, and I was hitting big hits, and she said, Father God was watching me as I was playing baseball, and he was filled with joy and delight and just so much enjoying me as I was going up to bat. And she said what was so unusual about this dream that she had about me wasn't that Father was so pleased with how far I was hitting the ball, but she said what the Father was really enjoying was just seeing me enjoy myself as I was going up to bat. I really, when she shared that with me, it was like brand new revelation to me that the Lord enjoys me. It was like so new to me. I I never really got that before. I mean, I read scriptures that say the Lord delights over you, but honestly, they seem so far away to me in terms of me being able to actually receive that truth in my heart. I couldn't relate to them. But when she shared that dream with me, I said, you know, this is real. There's something to this that somehow God is closer to me than I realized, that he delights in me more than I knew, that he even enjoys me, that he likes me, that he likes being with me, and that he gets pleasure when I'm enjoying myself in him and doing things that are sanctified by him. But it was still kind of a long way away in terms of me being able to receive that in my heart. But as time went on and I meditated on the dream, I started realizing, you know, when I go to work, even today, for example, when I'm going about my business, you know, there's a lot of things that I've got to put my hand to. To realize that God is with me when I'm putting my hand to all these things was something that I took for granted before, in a sense, by faith. But to realize not only is he with me, but he's delighting in me, taking pleasure in my work. He's enjoying me working for him. He's enjoying me going about his business. He's enjoying me putting my hands to the plow for the kingdom. The same is true for you, beloved. God enjoys you. When you're looking to live for him, whether you're in your car singing to the worship song that you're playing, God literally enjoys you singing. And he enjoys it when you're enjoying yourself singing to him. When you're on the phone speaking to a friend, trying to counsel a friend or reach out to a friend in the love of God, the Lord is actually enjoying you doing his work for him. Think about this. If you have a grandchild or even if you know somebody that has a little child, don't you enjoy seeing that little child having fun? I mean, if you brought your child or your grandchild to the zoo and you saw that little child 
getting excited about the animals, getting excited about the zebra or the giraffe or the monkey, and they were so tickled by it. Don't you get pleasure out of seeing that child excited about those things? Or what about when you discovered something that you really thought was great, like a new restaurant, and then you decided that you wanted to take a friend to the restaurant so that they could enjoy it? Didn't you get almost just as much pleasure when your friend enjoyed the restaurant for the first time? So too, God gets enjoyment out of you having enjoyment. That's a hard thing for us to take in. But when you realize that God is with you and enjoys you, it will bring a whole new revelation of the love of God and a fellowship and joy into your life. And this reality that I'm speaking of, it's supernatural. But unless we understand that the supernatural is all about love and that the reason for the supernatural is that God wants to bring us into a greater revelation of his love, when we realize that, then we'll want the supernatural in our lives. When we realize that the purpose of the supernatural, the end to which it aims, is to bring us into a deeper revelation of God's love for us, we'll understand how the Word and the Spirit fit together like a glove. You see, again, God's kingdom of heaven, it's a kingdom of love. And God wants two things. He wants to love you, and He wants to be loved by you. Let me say it again. He wants two things from you. He wants to love you, so we have to open up and let him in because Jesus said he's standing at the door and knocking. He wants to love you. He wants you to let him in. He wants you to receive that love, to let him in. And secondly, he wants us to respond by loving him back. And to enter into this, there's a dimension of feeling. There's a dimension of emotions. There's a dimension where this moves from our head to our heart. And so the supernatural is designed that we would be able to take God's love and understand it in our heart in an, listen now, experiential way. For example, many of you were raised hearing the gospel your whole life and it meant nothing. It went off your back like water off a duck's back. But one day, supernaturally, the Spirit of the Lord broke in and personally revealed to you that God loved you and everything changed. That's the purpose of the supernatural. Now, for those of you that are very cerebral in your walk with God. You know, you know the Bible, some of you, you know correct doctrine, but you've been kind of close to the supernatural or you haven't been open to the supernatural. And many Christians or people that call themselves Christians are like that. They think that all we have is the Bible and that there's nothing else. But no, we don't just have the Bible. We also have the spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. And so for some of you that are not really uh, new to the supernatural message, I want you to consider this. What would you think of a marriage where the husband and wife got married and they had an agreement? And the agreement was, this is going to be what your job is in our marriage, and this is what's going to be my job in the marriage. Maybe one person's job is they go out of the house and work, and the other person's job is they stay in the home or they take care of the kids, but they divide and conquer. But then they also say, I'm going to be faithful to my job. You're going to be faithful to your job. But we're not going to touch each other. None of that mushy stuff. I don't want any of that emotional stuff. We're going to do our job and we're going to make it to the end. But none of that emotional mushy stuff. Now, I don't think any of us 
would think that that is an ideal for marriage because everybody wants to feel love. And not only is that not the type of marriage that you or I would want, I know that many of you that are listening right now are struggling and feel that way to some degree, wishing there was more emotion and more love in your marriage. But none of us would want that for our marriage. Beloved, neither does God. We're the bride of Messiah. We're the bride of Christ. We're called into a marriage relationship with Him. And it's more than just working for God. God doesn't want us just to be faithful to work for Him. He doesn't want us to be faithful that I'm going to do my devotions in the morning. I'm going to do this. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do my thing. That is a good thing to give our lives to the Lord. But listen, it's not a substitute for loving Him. That's why Yeshua said to the church in Revelation chapter 2, He said, I know your hard work and your perseverance, He said, but I have this against you. You've left your first love. Listen to me. Oftentimes, unconsciously, because it's hard to feel God and because we don't understand that we can enter into a supernatural dimension of really knowing his love for us individually and personally and directly, because we don't have faith for that and some of us don't even know it's available and real, instead what we do is we substitute loving God and knowing him in his love, we substitute that for working for him. We haven't entered into the love realm. We've substituted the love realm for the work realm. That's what Jesus was saying to the church in Revelation chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. I know your hard work. I know your perseverance. They were faithful. They were committed. He said, but you don't love me. You've lost your first love. You fell away from it. And some of you unconsciously have drifted into that place right now yourself. You've been faithful going to church. You've been faithful tithing and all that. But beloved, Jesus is looking for something more from you and I. He's wanting us to love him. And the way that we're brought into a deeper encounter of being able to love him is when we realize how much he loves us. And the way that we realize how much he loves us is through the supernatural impartation and revelation that the Holy Spirit brings us. This is why we all need to be hungry for, beloved ones, the supernatural. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or you can call us at 888-MY-RABBI. Together we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now let's get back into the second half of today's message. How do we enter into a deeper atmosphere of the supernatural? 
sitting here now, you're saying, Rabbi, what you're telling me, I believe it. I feel it when you're talking. It's true. I can sense it. While you're talking, I feel it. So what do I do to enter into a deeper experience in the love of God through the supernatural? What can I do to kind of get from where I am now into this atmosphere that you're talking about? Well, the first step that we can take to bring ourselves into more of a supernatural experience is by putting ourselves in relationship or association with people that are more fully walking in the supernatural. And so relationships cross-pollinate. We can impart to others what we have. So by reading books, by sitting under the teaching of the supernatural, by being in fellowship with people or churches that believe in the supernatural, those things will help you enter into the supernatural in a fuller way. You see, there's an element of impartation that takes place when we put ourselves in an atmosphere where the supernatural is happening. Secondly, beloved, we enter into a deeper realm of the supernatural by working on having a supernatural mindset. We have to believe that God wants to speak to us and reveal himself to us supernaturally. That's why we should pay attention to our dreams at night, because oftentimes the Lord will speak to his children in dreams. Not every night, but it's a common way that the Lord will speak. And so I encourage all of God's children to have a dream journal. And when you feel the Lord has spoken to you at night in your sleep, to write the dream down. And if it's in the middle of the night, listen, don't overvalue sleep. Get out of your bed and write it down. You can always make up your sleep that you've lost, but you don't know when the Lord's going to speak to you again. So don't lose a dream. When you do receive a greater impartation of the supernatural, whether it's through association with a friend, whether it's through association with other believers that are living in a supernatural way more fully than you are, whether it's by placing yourself in a supernatural atmosphere, by becoming part of a congregation that's teaching and preaching on the supernatural, whether it's through reading books and literature on the supernatural, whether it's even when someone that is walking in the supernatural lays hands on you and prays for you because the scripture teaches impartations come through the laying on of hands. But when you find yourself moving into a greater dimension of power through supernatural revelation, it will activate you. It will bring you out of passivity into a greater place of activation. You see, revelation produces faith. And faith is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. So one of the fruits of revelation is that it ignites us, it activates us. And revelation is supernatural. Let me say it again. Jesus said to Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And that supernatural revelation that came from the Father to Peter activated Peter to place his faith in Jesus. It activated him forward. It gave him momentum into the light. And the same thing happens with you and I. The more we move into God's supernatural presence, the more activated, the more alive we come by His Spirit. Revelation produces faith. Hear that again. Revelation is a supernatural gift, and revelation produces faith. You may ask yourself, is this really for today? I mean, isn't the Bible enough? Paul said this in the book of Ephesians. He said, I pray, so now I'm using the word of God to show you the accuracy of what I'm saying. 
Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians, I pray, he was asking Father to give to the church a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And then Paul prayed that we would know the love and the depth and the width of the love of God. And so supernatural revelation, which we should be asking for, will produce faith and faith will activate us. I mean, something in us will stand up, a substance within us will arise and will move forward. It will accelerate breakthrough for us. Supernatural revelation produces breakthrough. I can't tell you, beloved friend, how many testimonies I get from people that tell me, Rabbi, I've been in church my whole life, but it's only since I started listening to you that my faith took off. I've learned more from you in two years than I learned my entire life before in church studying. Supernatural revelation that can be imparted to you will accelerate you so that before you were moving like this and all of a sudden, bam, when that supernatural light of God's spirit hits you, you're propelled forward and it produces transformation. We have to understand that Yeshua, who died on that execution stake, who died on the cross for us 2,000 years ago, then was buried for our sins, and then rose again on the third day and was raised up to be seated at the Father's right hand. We have to understand, although Yeshua right now is at the Father's right hand in the heavens, the Holy Spirit is here on earth as the executor of what Jesus has done into our lives today. Jesus said, I'm not gonna leave you as orphans. I'm gonna send you the Spirit. My Father will send you the Spirit in my name. The Holy Spirit is here on earth, beloved one, for you, taking the fruit of what Jesus accomplished for you on the cross and then rising again. The Holy Spirit is now taking what Jesus accomplished for you, purchasing you, and now he's applying Jesus and his power and life to you supernaturally. The Holy Spirit is now. Faith is now. God doesn't want us just to look to him to do something in the future. He wants us to do something in the now. You see, beloved, hope is for the future. The coming of Jesus' return, that's a blessed hope. It's in the future. But faith is for the now. Faith takes the reality of that which Jesus has accomplished for us, and by faith, we can apply that to our life. We can bring it into our life so that we can experience it right now and right here in the land of the living while we're on the earth. But this takes faith in the supernatural. It takes an openness to the supernatural. And in Jesus' name, I speak over you an acceleration of supernatural revelation and experience in the love of God. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And if you'd like to learn more about this Bible teaching ministry, or if you'd like to share today's message with your family or your friends, you'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
And to help you take your study of God's Word further, we'd like to encourage you to explore all the resources and study tools that we have available. You'll find a treasury of Messianic content on our website, and it's designed to help you see the supernatural in a fresh way. And it's written across all the pages of both the Old and the New Testaments. And while you're there, make sure to explore our partner page where you can give a gift or let us know that you're listening and praying. So please take a look around. And now here's Rabbi once again. Our faith and obedience releases the power of God in our belly. What I mean by that is we can choke the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit that was given to you. And some of us are hindering God's working in our life because we're not trusting Him and surrendering to Him and honoring Him with our finances. Now, I know that you're so used to hearing preachers talk about this, but the truth is, beloved ones, it's important what all of us do with our finances. And all of us need to be honoring our Maker with our finances. I just want to ask you today, if this is something that the Lord's been talking to you about, and He's been feeding you, blessing you with this ministry, with Discovering the Jewish Jesus, would you open your heart and let Him speak to you if He is urging you or is witnessing to you to make an offering to Him to Discovering the Jewish Jesus today? Beloved, there's always a blessing for obedience. Here's how you can connect with us today to give a special year-end gift. First, you can give a tax-deductible gift of any amount when you go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can also call us. One of our friendly team members will be happy to take your call when you dial 888-MY-RABBI. As our way of saying a big thank you for your financial gift, we want to send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's also also available on CD or an audio download. And we'll also send you a copy of our latest newsletter, which has all the details on our upcoming crusades, teachings from Rabbi and Cynthia, Rabbi's wife. So don't delay. Just go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, these messages, they touch the lives of believers all around the world. And I wanna just take a moment right now to pray for you and your family as we get ready to go into this busy end of the year season. Many of us are facing strife and struggles, but when we look at our situations in the light of eternity, we know that we're not alone and that God is supernaturally working in our lives and in our hearts. Father, we thank you that you are here and involved in our lives. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that this life here today is just a simple moment, a blink of the eye compared to eternity. But Lord, we ask you be involved in our lives today. And Lord, I pray for every person listening, be intimately involved in their lives supernaturally. In Jesus' name, amen. And now with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter six, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yavah Yahweh 
you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us next week when Rabbi Schneider presents a new series called A Baptism of Love. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.